Hi everyone, this is Eric Post from ITR Economics. I'm an economist here. I wanted to give you a quick preview of your Mahita second quarter 2020 report. We'll be covering in this the black swan event. Um, certainly COVID-19 is its own black swan event, uh, no explanation needed. The second black swan event we really think is the supply demand imbalance on the oil market and what impact that's had on pricing and what impact that will have on the industrial sector in particular. We're especially sensitive to this because we lived through 2015, 2016, and we saw what that uh, supply demand imbalance did to our industrial client base. And we know that there's going to be some pain to come uh, from the supply demand imbalance uh, to come. One question we began is why is it a, its own black swan event? You know, the demand uh, side being so weak certainly has to do with people driving less, and that has to do with COVID-19. So why is it its own black swan event? And the answer to that has to do with su the supply side. And specifically in early March, when it became obvious that um, demand was really going to be hit hard by COVID-19, instead of cutting production aggressively, OPEC failed to come to an agreement, and the Saudis and Russians in particular uh, started to pump more oil and basically have a, a price war. Uh, that's the opposite thing of what would be helpful for pricing at that particular time, needless to say. And now, even though OPEC has come to an agreement, uh, they're playing catch up. And so the supply demand balance is completely out of whack. And so that's really why we view that as a second black swan event is, um, you know, it, it's, it's uh, hard to say, um, you know, why that was done for sure. Uh, you know, every, every country has their own political reasons. But uh, in terms of economically, um, that that's not the, the rational move to do when demand uh, is very, very weak. So that's why we view it as a second black swan. In terms of what that is going to do, uh, we think it will elongate and deepen the downturn that we'd already been forecasting for U.S. industrial production. So you will see decline, just more of it and for longer than what you saw in the last report. We're expecting that the uh, industrial production index will reach a low in early 2021. I'm talking about the 12-month moving average for industrial production. So you'll start to feel a little bit of recovery in the industrial sector late this year in terms of in the quarterly trend, but in the annual trend, it's probably not going to set a low until the first half of 2021. And then after that, we will see a nice rising trend uh, with uh, recovery and rise leading to just above the prior peak in terms of activity by the end of 2022. So it's gonna take a while to get back there, but we will get back there. And one of the reasons we think we'll get back there is the massive and very timely monetary and fiscal stimulus in this cycle in the, here in the United States. It's been really impressive to see the Federal Reserve move so aggressively and so promptly um, with all the tools that they've put in place uh, eliminating the reserve requirement, for example. That's an unprecedented step, and we don't like to use unprecedented very lightly here at ITR, but that truly uh, was surprising to us to see the Federal Reserve do that. It's just to get more liquidity into the market. Uh, in terms of Congress and the administration, also 
really heartening to see them come to an agreement um, from an economic perspective uh, and put out the stimulus package so quickly. Um, I know we always want it quicker, but in the grand scheme of things compared to how these things have transpired in the past, Congress and the administration really came together relatively quick, quickly recognizing the gravity of the situation. And that is very good because that's going to put us on the road to a quicker recovery. Uh, about 16% of the workforce is out of work right now. We know that a lot of people are suffering as a result of that. And so it's going to take a significant amount of money to put us back on that path. And so it's good that we did act in that way. In terms of whether you will see a V or a U-shaped recovery, some of you may be wondering that and reading the news and that there's been a fight amongst uh, people on whether we'll see that V or U. In terms of our answer to that question, um, I would encourage you to look with me at page five at U.S. Non-Defense Capital Goods New Orders Excluding Aircraft. This series tracks really, really well with a lot of our industrial clients. I suspect it would track really well with the sales of many of your businesses. And what you'll see in the upper right corner there is the growth rate plotted, and you will see a sharp V, uh, sharp down, sharp up. But if you compare and contrast that to the 12-month moving total plotted on the upper left, you'll see very sharp down and then a more gradual up coming not, not to the prior level. That um, is to say that we expect a V in the rates of change, but we don't necessarily expect the same V, um, super sharp recovery in the data trend. It's going to take some time to get back to prior record high levels. Um, it'll take until late 22 for the industrial sector to get back to prior levels, and B2B activity we think will take even longer. So make sure you keep that in mind when you're planning for capacity and, uh, planning for the future in terms of how to right size your business. In terms of opportunities in this cycle, uh, we think there's two areas uh, in particular that will interest Mahita members. One is e-commerce and the positive effects that's going to have on warehouse construction, material handling equipment associated with that. All of the delays getting items to market are an opportunity to fix uh, and improve upon that supply chain and that will create some opportunities for some people. So make sure if you are able to uh, be in that space that you pursue those opportunities in whatever way you can. The other area that we think is gonna have a big shift is as people have stopped dramatically going out to eat, going out to uh, bars, and instead eating at home, drinking at home, grocery store, liquor store sales skyrocketed. We're going to have to see the food and beverage industry redo the way that they produce products to be not aimed at the restaurant consumption or the bar consumption, but the at-home consumption. And that may require some changes to production processes and some associated equipment with that. So those are two areas, um, the food and beverage at home side of the food and beverage industry and e-commerce generally speaking that we think are going to be good opportunities here in the next few quarters. In terms of uh, things to do with this information, first and foremost, we'd encourage you to keep in mind that cash is king uh, mantra when we're talking about a recession. We're expecting that industrial sector, uh, business to business activity 
and uh, material handling equipment new orders are going to be quite a bit lower than previous levels. In the case of material handling equipment new orders, a lot like 2015, 2016, and in the case of business to business activity and US industrial production below the 2016 level by a noticeable amount. So we wanna make sure that you are applying for the PPP loan, um, keeping uh, on good terms with your banker so that you can make sure that you have enough cash to be coming through the crisis. One thing we've recommended is because of how quickly things are moving, a lot of you are familiar with our uh, rates of change where you calculate month over same month a year ago, quarter over same quarter a year ago. We'd actually even encourage you to look at it on a weekly basis. How's your weekly rates of change looking? daily rates of change looking. Make sure that you're able to respond quickly to how quickly the pandemic is moving so that you can make your management decisions accordingly and have some clear cut points. If my uh, month over month rate of change falls below this, I'm gonna do that. If my week over week rate of change falls below this, I'm gonna do that. Um, so that you are able to with weather this downturn. The second order of business, besides surviving the downturn that we'd really want you to think about, is what key things do you need coming out the other side to ride that stimulus-fueled wave? So for some of you, that may be key people. For others of you, that may be key products. But whatever it is, you know your business is best. Make sure that you hang on if you can. Prioritize making sure those things survive the downturn and come out the other side. So this will end, that's the main thing that we want you to take away from this, is this will end just like 2015, 2016 ended, just like the Great Recession ended, just like 9-11 faded and the tech crash faded, and we saw coming out of uh, 2001, 2002 recession, we saw a great uh, time for the economy. Coming out of the Great Recession, we saw growth return. Coming out of the early 90s recession, we saw growth. Coming out of the 15-16 downturn, we saw growth. Great couple of years. Look ahead to that. Give yourself permission to look ahead to that every now and then. Uh, because what we don't want you to get caught in is the trap of only thinking about tomorrow and the next week and the next month. Those are really, really important, but make sure you also give yourself a little bit permission to look at the next few years, and we hope that the information in this report uh, will help you do that. Stay safe out there. We hope you all and your loved ones stay well, uh, your company prospers, and uh, use this information as best you can. Please reach out to us with any questions. Take care.